up guys and welcome back to the Celtics fifth quarter. Today I'm joined by my good friend Owen and before we get into the breakdown of the Celtics Raptors preview I'm gonna let Owen do a quick introduction of himself. Hey guys my name's Owen I'm from Wayfield Massachusetts. I am currently a sophomore at UMass Amherst majoring in finance and economics. Love talking basketball and all sports for that matter uh, with Brian and we get into some great discussions some heated discussions about the Celtics in uh, a wide range of topics. Yeah, Owen, I'm happy to have you on here today. Celtics facing the Raptors. First time ever they will face the Raptors in the playoffs. The only team in the Eastern Conference the Celtics have never faced in the playoffs. The the reigning champion Raptors, that is. Um, the game, first game is tentatively on Thursday at 6.30. There has been some news reporting that that game may be protested or delayed based on events that are happening in the world. Um, but that is outside of anyone's control as of right now. So we are going to talk as if Game 1 will be on Thursday. Celtics won the season series 3-1 to one over the Raptors, including their huge victory in the seeding games over the Raptors. Oh, and before we, uh, before we dive deep into the rosters of these teams, give, give, me a, give me a little bit of a hot take about this series. So not much of a hot take, but I think the Toronto Raptors this year are what we expected uh, the Philadelphia 76ers to be. They're a hardworking team. Um, they out hustle you. They do have star power, which not a lot of people realized. Uh, when they lost Kawhi Leonard last summer, people were counting them out. Some people were even going as far to say they wouldn't make the playoffs. But yeah, between Kyle Lowry, Siakam, Gasol, yeah, they still have some guys uh, that pose a threat every night. Yeah, and not to mention that they have the coach of the year, Nick Nurse, uh, being their chess master, as I like to call him. I think this, uh, the Raptors surprised a lot of people with how well they played this year. Uh, they do have star power, like you said. You forgot to mention Fred Van Vliet, uh, who I, I know you love Fred Van Vliet. It's hard not to love Fred Van Vliet. But, um, they're, yeah, they're a very deep team. Uh, they're well-rounded, well-coached. And I think it'll be a much different series than the 76ers series as the Raptors will probably never give up as the 76ers, you saw, gave up multiple times throughout the series. Yeah, huge question mark for this series is whether or not we'll see Kyle Lowry in Game 1 or potentially for the f- first couple games in this series. Uh, guys like Siakam and Anobi, Van Vliet, the guys we've mentioned before, Powell, those guys are going to have to step up in his absence if there is one. If we see the Raptors win some games this series, I think a lot of it rests on Van Vliet's shoulders. Uh, he played extremely well against Brooklyn, led the team in scoring on a per-game average. Uh, he's going to have to step up in a huge way. Yeah, and obviously the Kyle Lowry injury is going to be something to watch. He's diagnosed with a sprained ankle, but if you watch the game against the Nets, he kind of landed awkwardly. I almost thought it was an Achilles injury, uh, but definitely something to watch. They said he wasn't walking with a limp today, but he was walking kind of slowly. So I think he's more of a day-to-day right now, but definitely something to keep an eye on whether or not he'll be active for Game 1. But other guys on this team that I like... Norman Powell, Serge Ibaka combined for, I think, 56 points in the last game against the Nets. 56 out of the 100 scored by the the Raptors bench, which is a ridiculous number right there. Anytime you can get 100 points off your bench, that's that's outstanding to me. But um, other guys on the bench you might see, Terrence Davis, uh, maybe Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Matt Thomas. Uh, they, they have a pretty deep bench. I think that if you were comparing benches, they definitely outweigh the Celtics. But uh, if the Celtics want to win this series, they're going to have to get good minutes out of their bench from guys like Romeo Lankford, Ennis Cantor, Brad Wanamaker. These guys are going to kind of have to step up, especially with the absence of Gordon Hayward, who is almost certainly not going to play at all this series. 
Another guy I think you could see coming off the bench and making an impact for Toronto would be Stanley Johnson. I think they like him in a lot of defensive sets against guys like a Jason Tatum or a Jalen Brown, and he'll pose a threat on that end of the floor. He doesn't give you much on the offensive end, but he makes up for it with his versatility on the defensive end. Yeah, Stanley Johnson, one of the most overhyped prospects going into the draft than a couple of years ago. I remember he had actually had a one good series his rookie year. Uh, the Pistons were the eight seed, and they were playing the Cavaliers and LeBron. And he actually played some really good defense against LeBron. So I'm interested to see if uh, they do play Stanley Johnson, if they do try to match him up against a guy like Jason Tatum. But overall, from a Celtics standpoint, I think they looked good in the Sixers series, but not great. Uh, I think they definitely have things to work on. They definitely have to limit their errors, uh, whether that be not allowing as many offensive rebounds, limiting turnovers, limiting fouls. They definitely have areas that they need to work on. Uh, But the defense is going to be the key to the series for both teams. I think the team that plays better defense is going to win this series. And I know the Celtics are capable of playing good defense as they're ranked fourth in the NBA in defense. In defense, sorry. But if Kyle Lowry is out, Celtics have to take advantage, especially if it's for more than one game. You should not lose a game that Kyle Lowry is not playing. Um, It's the playoffs. Celtics have to step up big there. Yeah, you have to anticipate if Lowry's out, they move Van Fleet to the one, play Powell at the two. I think that's probably the most likely thing we'd see. Yeah, I would agree that I don't, I don't see them going big, especially against a smaller Celtics team as it is. I would expect Norman Powell to be inserted into the starting lineup. But Nick Nurse didn't look too nervous about the Kyle Lowry injury, so I think that the Celtics kind of have to prepare as if he is going to play. Another thing I want to talk about is the Raptors do a really good job of forcing their opponents to almost not get the right shot on offense. Um, I would expect them to almost double. I don't know if they'll double team J- Jason Tatum throughout this series, but they're definitely going to put more an emphasis on stopping Jason Tatum, and they've shown to be able to stop stars on the other team. I also think they're going to try to force Kemba Walker into taking little mid-range pull-ups and not getting to the basket, not giving him those wide-open threes off the screens. So secondary options are going to have to step up for the Celtics. I think Jalen Brown is primed for a huge series. Uh, the Raptors are going to be putting so much focus on Tatum and Kemba Walker that uh, Jalen Brown is definitely going to have to step up. Another thing people tend to forget about Toronto is they have that championship identity. Uh, when you're thinking about contenders for this season, you think of the two L.A. teams, obviously. You think of Milwaukee. You think of Boston. Some would even throw in Houston into that mix. You can't forget about these Raptors. They've been there. They've won the whole thing. They can absolutely do it again. And you're like, oh, they don't have Kawhi Leonard. They still have everybody else around them that was there last year. They still have the winning coach, Nick Nurse, who won Coach of the Year this year. They have proved time and time again that they are a championship-level team, and we have to take them seriously. Yeah, definitely. I think that I personally believe that the Raptors are better than the Bucks. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Bucks, especially after what I've seen from them in the bubble. I think the Raptors are the team to beat in the East especially since they're the reigning champions. And I think the Celtics have more talent than them, so I think they are capable of beating them, but I definitely think it's going to be a challenge for them. Offensively for the Celtics, I think we can anticipate another huge series for Jason Tatum. He averaged 27 points per game against the Philadelphia 76ers. Kemba Walker, 24.3 points per game, had a monster series against them. Um, I think we can anticipate a lot of the same. I think Walker's uh, scoring averages will go down a little bit game by game against Toronto because he is going to be posed with a tougher defender uh, in Kyle Lowry, who's going to give him a run for his money on that end of the floor. Um, I like Tatum to go off again. Jalen averaged 21.5 points against Philadelphia. 
Uh, I think we can anticipate a lot of the same. I think they will feel the absence of Hayward in this series just because the Raptors are going to go at them when the Celtics are on defense. They're going to be able to score the ball, so they're going to have to compete. They're going to have to score at a high level game after game. So they will definitely miss Hayward on the offensive end of the floor. And I think someone's going to have to pick up that slack. Brian, who do you think that is for the Celtics? Uh, obviously, I think Marcus Smart's going to have to pick up some slack. I think Daniel Tice is going to have to do a better job than he did in the first three games in the Philadelphia series. I think both Grant Williams and Robert Williams will get minutes in this series. Ennis Cantor. But my unsung hero of this, ser- of this series, I like to call it, uh, is Romeo Langford. Uh, Toronto's bench is athletic and they're smaller. So I think we are going to see a lot more of Romeo Lankford than Semi Ojale in this series, just because Romeo is an athletic defender. He's a really good defender. And I think if the Celtics are going to want to match the bench production of Toronto, Romeo Lankford is really going to have to step up in this series. I like that Lankford pick. It's a little unexpected, a little bit out there, but uh, I could definitely see it happening. Uh, Marcus Smart, I think, is someone that absolutely needs to step up in the absence of Gordon. Uh, He only shot 13% from three-point range against Philadelphia, and Toronto is not a team that's going to let you do that. Uh, Smart is going to have to shoot the ball better. We're going to ask a lot more of him on the offensive side of the ball. We know what he gives you on defense, but we need to see that production we were seeing early in the bubble with him on offense. Yes, I definitely believe Mark Smart has to play better on the offensive end. Um, I would like to see him not attempt seven three-pointers in a game. But I would like to see him get more involved in the offense, whether that be creating plays or knocking down the occasional three. I think Marcus Smart does have to step it up on the offensive end if the Celtics are going to come out on top in the series. Another guy I want to talk about is Brad Wanamaker, everyone's favorite player. Shout out to my friend Ryan. I know you love Brad Wanamaker. But uh, Brad Wanamaker is going to be uh, somewhat key to this series uh, coming off the bench for the Celtics. That he's, he's going to get more minutes than he did against Philadelphia just because Toronto is a smaller team. So I expect Brad to look to Brad first off the bench a couple games in this series. And um, I hope to see Brad come in there, knock down the occasional, occasional three, hit his free throws because he never misses from the free throw line. Play some good defense and create plays for the Celtics. But I think guys like Wanamaker are going to have to step up big in this series. Yeah, and Brad Wanamaker led the Celtics in minutes off the bench uh, against Philadelphia, and I think we'll continue to see the same um, as Toronto likes to play small, even though they have that rotation of big men with Gasol, Ibaka, maybe even Chris Boucher in that mix. I still think they like to play small. Uh, They run out two point guards every single night between Lowry and Van Fleet. So yeah, I could definitely expect to see Brad Wanamaker, who averaged 17 minutes per game against Philadelphia, maybe replicate that or have a little bit of an uptick in his minutes in this series. Yeah, and the Celtics did use their bench players a lot in the 76ers series, but it was almost like they played their starters majority of the minutes, even though you saw 10, 11 guys get into the game. Uh, Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they all averaged 30, 30 plus minutes in the series. Uh, And Brad Wanamaker, like you said, led all bench players with 17 minutes per game. Uh, I would expect to see an uptick for not just Wanamaker, but everyone, Uh, both coaches, Nick Nurse and Brad Stevens love to use different lineups they love to utilize their bench and i keep saying this but i think it's really going to be a game of chess between these two really good coaches really good coaches i think i'd even go as far to say they're potentially the two best coaches in the eastern conference i don't think that's a hot take mike boonholzer and eric spolster in that conversation as well um obviously yeah all the playoff teams they're there for a reason and all are very coached well with the exception of philadelphia um (laughs) Yeah, but Steve, Stevens and Nurse, definitely the top dogs in the East. I think it'll be a really good series. Um, 
I don't know if it'll be as physical as the Philadelphia series, but I think it will be almost a better brand of basketball by both teams. Very much looking forward to this. I think it's going to be some of the best basketball we we've watched in a very long time. I haven't been this excited for a Celtics series in the playoffs in a very long time. This is going to just be a great all-around series by both teams. I love when the Celtics play the Raptors because you know that you're going to get good basketball. So I think we both fully anticipate a competitive series throughout. Uh, Brian, do you have a winner of the series and in how many games? I got the Celtics in six in this series. I think that they have the offensive firepower and the defensive capability that they can beat a great team in Toronto in six games. I think a lot of it's going to come down to bench production and production from their star players. That I think that if a night that Jason Tatum or Kemba Walker or Jalen Brown has a bad game will be really tough for the Celtics to recover, but I, I think they have it in them to beat the Raptors in six, especially if Kyle Lowry misses any time. I also do like the Celtics in the series. However, I liked them in one more game than that. I like them in seven games. I think the Raptors are going to be physical with us. Um, throughout the series and will pose far more of a challenge than Philadelphia did. They play with toughness, consistency. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a great series for sure. It's going to be a great series for sure. Definitely going to be much tougher. But overall, Celtics have to play great defense throughout. You can't get lackadaisical on the defensive end. And on offense, you got to play at your pace. You got to play at your rhythm. Um, You see the Celtics get out of funk sometimes when other teams can dictate uh, the pace of the game. And when the Celtics are playing at their pace, they're almost unstoppable on the offensive end, as you saw in Game 2 of the Philadelphia series. So I'm very much looking forward to that. One last thing we forgot to mention about the Celtics uh, and their injuries is that Javante Green is projected to miss the series with a knee injury, which I think a lot of people are overlooking. However, he can give you a lot of good minutes, especially on the offensive side of the ball, and gives you uh, energy off the bench that I think the Celtics potentially could have utilized in this series against Toronto. Yeah, definitely going to miss Javante's athleticism. He actually left the bubble to go get knee treatment up in Boston. So hopefully Javante is back and with the team soon. Don't expect him to see him in this series, but if Celtics were to advance, Javante could play a key role off the bench as a spark plug almost. But overall, yeah, I'm excited for this series. I'm excited for Game 1 on Thursday. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Celtics 5th, on Instagram at Celtics 5th Quarter. But until then, go Celtics. Feels like a nightmare